Today is Tisha B'Av, the saddest day on the Jewish calendar. And I'm sitting on a low chair as mourners sit on a low chair during the period of mourning as the Jewish nation throughout the world is sitting on a low space, emotionally and physically, remembering the tragedies that have befallen our nation, beginning with the destruction of the first temple by the Babylonians, subsequently by the Romans, and all of the atrocities, oppressions, persecutions, traumatizations, the Holocaust, the pogroms, the inquisitions, and all of the misfortune, expulsions, and calamities that have befallen the Jewish people. And today we mourn and cry over all the evil that was perpetrated against the Jewish people, but not only against the Jewish people, all of the evil in the world. And we pray to God to bring an end to this suffering to human tragedy, to evil, and to the misfortunes of the Jewish people. Anti-Semitism, even as we speak, the war that is ongoing in Israel, as Israel tries to defend itself against evil terrorists. But the Talmud and Tractate Gittin tells us the origins of the story of Tisha B'Av, and how it came to be that the Romans destroyed the temple. And our rabbis tell us the story that there were two fellows one whose name was Kamsa and one was Bar Kamsa. And there was a host, a wealthy man in Jerusalem who threw a party. And his friend was Kamsa and his enemy was Bar Kamsa. And accidentally, his attendant invited Bar Kamsa rather than Kamsa to the party. And when the host saw his enemy, Bar Kamsa at the party, he said, what are you doing here? Get up and leave. He said, please don't shame me, don't throw me out. I'll pay for anything I eat and drink. Just don't throw me out of the party. He said, no, I want you out. He said, I'll pay for half of the party. Just don't throw me out. He said, no, leave now. He said, I'll pay for the entire party. Just don't throw me out, don't shame me. At this point, he said, no. He picked him up and threw Barkamsa out of the house. Barkamsa was very insulted and furious. And he said, there were rabbis sitting at the party and no one said a word. And since they were silent, they're guilty too. And he decided to take revenge. And he went to Rome and he told the Caesar that the Jews are rebelling against him. The Talmud describes how he said to prove it, send an offering to their temple and see if they offer it in the, in the temple. And on the way to Jerusalem, he put a blemish into the lip of the animal. And so the rabbis couldn't sacrifice it, which enraged Rome and the Caesar. And they led a war against Israel ultimately destroying the temple and setting it on flames on this day of Tisha B'Av. And our rabbis tell us that therefore we see that it's baseless hatred amongst Jews that led to the destruction of the temple. Until today, the way we merit to rebuild the temple is by showing kindness and love and baseless love to one another. But there's an interesting law about Tisha B'Av, and that is that just like in a house of mourning, when we come to the synagogue in Tisha B'Av, we do not greet anyone. Last night, we don't say good night. This morning we don't say good morning. We don't greet people and say, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? Because Jewish law says it's not a time for showing peace and kindness to one another. It's not a time for greeting each other with pleasantries. It's a time of sadness and mourning. The question is, if the temple was destroyed because of hatred, wouldn't today be all the more day to extend greetings to one another, to show extra kindness and extra warmth and concern for one another. Why is it that Jewish law says you should not greet another person today? You should not extend your greeting of Shalom Aleichem, how are you?
Perhaps what the law is telling us is that we should all feel for 24 hours what it feels like when no one makes eye contact with you, when no one extends their hand in greeting, when no one gives you a warm smile and a welcome. You should feel the pain of being neglected. Try to feel what Bar Kamsa felt when he was thrown out of the party, feeling that you're isolated, that you're alone. And perhaps this day of mourning and remembering what that feels like will propel us in all the subsequent days to go out of our way, to make everyone feel included, to make everyone feel welcome. And so therefore the Talmud says it's baseless hatred that brought about the destruction of the temple. Because no matter what reason you have to hate someone, there really is never a reason to hate someone. And the following story illustrates that. There's a rabbi who passed away a couple of years ago. He was a big educator, he had a big yeshiva. And he was known to be an extraordinary rabbi who showed tremendous love to all of his students. And he had this one student one day who wasn't that well, obviously, and he got angry and he physically attacked the rabbi and beat him, struck him in the face, left him injured, black and blue. And of course, the other students ripped this boy off, the rabbi, and he was obviously asked to leave the school. But his wife said when he came home, she saw what happened to him and asked what happened, and she was furious. And her husband said, listen, don't be angry at him. He's not well, he has issues. He can't control himself. I feel sorry for him. I don't, I don't feel any anger. I'm not upset at him for what he did. And she was amazed by his disposition and his tolerance and his understanding and his compassion for this student. A number of years ago when this rabbi fell ill, he was in his home getting treatments. He was diagnosed with cancer. And towards the end, he was on these different IV drips and he was very weak. And different students were coming to visit him to pay him a visit to make him feel better, to try to uh, learn with him a little bit. And one day in walks this former student who is now a grown man, the one who had attacked her husband. She looked at him and she remembered what this young man had done to her husband. And the rabbi extended his hand with a big smile and they embraced. And the young man started to cry and he said, Rabbi, I'm so sorry for what I had done to you. I was going through a difficult time in my life. I was very disturbed. I had family problems and I just lost my temper. But the way you didn't judge me, the way you had compassion for me and cared for me, even after that incident, something that has really touched me and transformed my whole life. And today I'm a much better person as a result of your love. And the rabbi said, come, let us study together. They opened up a Talmud and this former student and the rabbi began to study. This is the power of love to transform hate. And therefore the Talmud says, Tishabav teaches us never to hate another person, always to show love to another person. Always remember how other people feel and remember to include others, never to exclude anyone. Yes, life is a celebration, but it's meant to be celebrated with everyone present and therefore include every person. There should not be a community or society where there's a kamsa and a bar kamsa, where there are those who get invitations and those who are left out, who are marginalized. And when we show that unity and that love, as the Jewish people are showing today, as millions and millions of Jews around the world are mourning together the destruction of the temple, we say to God, God, you know we want to be better. We want to improve. Help us and help us be worthy to receive the ultimate redemption. And may we be the generation that concludes the journey, that concludes the parade and the march, which began 
from the destruction of the temple to the ultimate redemption, a world of goodness, kindness, and peace where there will no longer be any evil.